Coming up, how to manage our anger at home. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known speaker or author drops by for a visit and shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week, my guest is Dr. Lisa Aiken, and we are talking about managing our anger at home. Dr. Aiken has authored and co-authored 11 books, including Guide for the Romantically Perplexed, as well as others on a variety of Jewish topics. She is a psychologist who has worked with individuals and couples for nearly 40 years. She has also given talks to various audiences in more than 250 cities on six continents. If you are interested in contacting Dr. Aiken to speak in your community or to purchase her books or to find out more about her therapy practice, just send your email to lisaaaken at hotmail.com. That's L-I-S-A-A-A-I-K-E-N at hotmail.com. Welcome, Dr. Lisa Aiken, to At Home in Jerusalem. Nice to be here, Heather. Anger is such a tremendously big issue at home, anywhere, so why don't you tell me what your initial thoughts are when, when it comes to managing our anger at home? Most people don't realize that it's not other people or circumstances that make us, us angry. Usually it's our expectations of how people should be or how the world should work that gets us into trouble. Mm-hmm. For example, I once gave a talk and one of the ladies said, how could I not get angry at my son? I wanted to hear your talk this evening, which was at 7.30. I had to leave the house at 7. And I told my son to get into bed. And I said, how much time before you had to leave did you tell him? She said, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I said, how old is your son? She said, three. Oh. Now, for any three-year-old, this is just a totally unrealistic expectation, but it didn't occur to that woman that if she said something to her son, that he shouldn't instantly obey her. We have similar expectations that the world should run flawlessly. If I want my husband to be just like her husband and do the things that her husband does and my Mm -hmm. husband doesn't do those things, then I might get angry. If I expect that my life should never have stressed, everything should go exactly as planned, my kids should behave all the time, I'm going to be running into a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. What is the root of that? The the root really in in Jewish thinking is our ego, Mm -hmm. that... If I want the world to be a certain way, then clearly that's the way it should be. That's Mm -hmm. the right way to do Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Judaism, we say God has his plans for the world. Or in Yiddish, we say the translation is men plan and God laughs. Mm. So part of what we have to do as Jews is to change ourselves to put God in the center of our lives Mm -hmm. and see that his plans should be our plans. An example would be that many parents have kids because they think that kids are supposed to make them feel good. Mm. supposed to make them happy, give Mm. them Yiddish Shanachas, as we say. Mm. That's not why God puts kids into the world. And in one way of looking at it, we have children because God wants us to learn how to be more compassionate, more patient, to work on our individual uh, Mm. character traits. When the first woman 
is punished by God for disobeying him, he says, you're going to have difficulty raising children. Mm -hmm. I said to my religious mentor one day, is that that kids turn out differently than the parents expect? He said, no, it's that kids will imitate their parents' worst character traits. And that's the only thing that gets the parents to work on themselves. Hmm. So we can look at children as they're here to serve me, Hmm. or they're here because Hashem wants me to develop this soul in the best way possible, given the body and the mind and the Hmm. circumstances Hmm. that my child is in. And in the process, I'm supposed to change me to become a better me. Oh my, okay. Um, You would also address the idea of being responsible for our own anger. Because a lot of times uh, it, we might hear in a conversation, you made me so angry, or you're getting me very upset, very angry over this. Right. If we're adults, then we have the choice to tune somebody out, to walk away, to make a decision that we're not going to react. If somebody said, I'll give you a million dollars if you don't get angry in this situation, would we do what <laughs> we needed to to get that million dollars? Mm-hmm. Very often we see anger as an option. And so there's a flip side to anger. Anger is the flip side of sadness. If somebody, my child, my husband, my parent, whoever it is, is not responding the way I'd like, is not treating me the way I'd like, I could feel very sad about that. Mm -hmm. But if I feel sad, then I feel kind of helpless. Mm. And most people don't like to feel helpless. So instead of feeling helpless, the way we feel active and powerful is to get angry. Anger is very activating. And so if we just sit and we say, gee, you know, my son is disobeying me for the third time today. It makes me feel sad that he doesn't listen. Then we'll deal very differently with the subsequent issues than if we say, I have to have a child who listens to me and does what I tell him to do. Right, right. You know, what, what I think you're saying something that is so core and fundamental to how we are as human beings. You know how sometimes you can understand your own child's cry, like, oh, that's a cry because he or she is hungry or he or she is um, very tired. But we know that cry when the child, when the baby is very angry. Right, and you talk about sadness, and um, that the 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 child who is angry is sort of. It sounds like they're crying. How could you do this to me? So I want to just extend what you're saying a little bit further. We have a specific cry to every child, but we also have a specific personality to every child, and. One example of a problem parents get into all the time with their kids are power struggles. Mm. When a parent gets into a power struggle with the child, they Mm. can say to themselves, Hashem put me with this child at this moment for a reason. Mm. What am I supposed to be doing to fix me that my child is evoking something in me? So Mm -hmm. many times parents are on a power trip. And it may be that through the child's, the struggle with that child, they need to really put the child in the center and ask what the child needs and ask how they need to be more malleable or they need to be more sensitive or they need to see that child's individualism mm-hmm. instead of trying to make that child fit into the box that they want that child to go into. Wow. So even if we think, but this is for my child's own good, right? Most parents that I know who tell me that, mm-hmm. it's not about their child. It's really about this is what they want and they have their social status riding on this, or they have their personal ego riding on this, and it's not about what's best for the child. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I understand. Okay, so um, I'm just wondering if it's possible to anticipate that someone is going to be angry if we say or do something. Well, of course it is. I Mm. mean, if I throw mud on somebody's face and they just, you know, they're of course going to be angry. Many Mm -hmm, times mm -hmm. we, if we would think in advance 
about what would happen if we would do such and such. Most of the time we could anticipate the consequences. Mm -hmm. Part of our not getting angry is about thinking about all the things that realistically would happen if somebody else were watching the scene. You know, okay. if you want your child to behave a certain way, your spouse to behave a certain way, you want things to go a certain way in your home, if they were a different person directing this play, what are the things that they think would not go according to your plan? Mm -hmm. And if you start to anticipate those things, then you can do things very differently. Mm -hmm. For example, if every time you want to put your, if, if every time you want to feed your family, there's one child who's not hungry, how are you going to deal with that? Well, there are different ways that people can deal with it. I think that there's a wonderful book called Love and Logic that many parents could benefit from reading. I'm not going to go there right now. Okay. But I think the idea is that if we plan in advance for the unexpected, meaning what we don't want to happen, mm -hmm. that we really should expect could happen, then we can be much calmer parents and we can be much calmer wives and we can be much calmer in the okay. home. And we can be much more effective as well and not be as distressed about things in our lives that don't go the way we want. Okay, so I'm wondering if we can round this out by actually helping us rewrite the script if, if we need to deliver some upsetting news. Maybe it's news that wouldn't upset us, but we know the other person is going to upset them or some, some sort of give us the actual phrases that we might consider using. So some of the phrases that we have to tell ourselves first is anybody would be upset by what we have to say right now. How can I cushion it in the best way possible for okay. this person? Mm -hmm. Or no matter how carefully I plan things, God's in charge. He's going to make things happen on his timetable Absolutely. and the way he wants things to go. Right. So how will I roll with the punches when someone doesn't respond the way I'd like? One, one classic term is, I can certainly appreciate how you feel the way you do. Mm -hmm. It may not be the way we would do it. Mm -hmm, it could mm -hmm. be if you're talking to a child, you might say, you know, please tell me how you feel and I'd mm -hmm. like to listen. Mm -hmm. And we listen without judgment and without criticism. That's a very important point. Yes. And then validate that I can certainly understand from your point of view that you would feel the way you do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So those are a couple of phrases that can help us calm down and also help the other person not to be so upset. Wow. Well, you know, in talking to you the past uh, nine or ten minutes, I already feel my own blood pressure going down. <laughs> so we can indeed uh, reduce uh, anger and manage our anger at home. Thank you so much for giving a taste of how to do so. Thank you, Heather. And remember, if you'd like to contact Dr. Lisa Aiken, write an email to lisaaiken at hotmail.com, L-I-S-A-A-A-I-K-E-N at hotmail.com. And there's also many articles and audio classes about families on H.com. Just look for the family. Family section on the homepage. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.